0: Here we go. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Neil from Clips for Sale. And today we have a very special, special webinar. Of course, we have the amazing and I, I, I was trying to think of as many different amazing like adverbs, I guess you could call them or agita- I don't even know what they are, but you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of as many good things to say about Corey. But really just what speaks for itself is just Corey is just an amazing person in general. So we have Corey Silverstein, Silverstein, Silverstein. So I was (laughs) going to ask you that too. Corey Silverstein here from the Silverstein uh, Gold Rush in uh, California. And I don't know, what's the name of
1: your firm, actually? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm just wondering, do you have your own name? You have your own firm, so go ahead. uh. This is is live from Detroit, Michigan, my friend. That's right, Detroit all really in Detroit and check it out no fires no burning buildings I'm here I'm safe I'm not getting shot at
0: you're that's all awesome just now. to prove that you are in Detroit can you take a sip of water out of the sink <laughs> no <laughs> okay we just want to make sure we drink bottled water here okay I can imagine okay so anyway it's uh, Corey Silverstein we have dr. Chantel in here of course anybody else that's on here that's joining in our webinar we have lots of questions that people submitted. You could actually send questions through the chat if you wish to, I believe, right, Dr. Chantel? I believe we have a lot of questions.
2: We have a lot of questions, but send, and I will post the questions that we're uh, talking about. I'll put them in the chat in case anybody jumps in late or misses it when we read them. Yes. But you guys can definitely um, add questions to the chat as we go along. And we will try to get to as much as we can.
0: Right. We'll try to get to every question possible. If not, at the end of this, I'm sure we can uh, put Corey's uh, personal cell phone number on here, just like put himself out there, I guess. Well, we'll see. Uh, Either way, you can contact Corey outside of this. This will be replayed, I'm sure, uh, millions of times to through everybody, and and, uh, you can watch it in case there's a question that you may be missed. You can watch it again later. So Without further ado, we get right to Dr. Chantel and, of course, the great Dr. Corey Silverstein. <laughs> and I'll just sit here and be quiet for a while.
2: <laughs> so, Corey, we had a few um, different topics, like broadly, generally, to cover. Um, one is basic business compliance. Um, so, just can you talk a little bit Um to start us off about what kinds of things do studios producers within the Clips for Sale universe need to know to have all buttoned up to make sure that they are doing the best possible job in keeping their business above board. Corey? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was actually, I had this idea that I was just gonna pretend to be frozen for a minute, like, this, like, the, like the whole thing frozen. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. Well, hello everyone, and thank you, Chantelle, for the introduction. Neil, thank you for the introduction. Really appreciate it. Appreciate that you're wearing all your jewelry today and making yourself look like a like. I have a clips for sale
0: shirt on too. Look at that. Boom. You, you,
1: you, so you're a like long Chevelle, also to go with that medallion, or like, yeah.
0: Anyway, don't 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 talk about me. I'm not. Oh, that right, to that. We're
1: not. We're not here to talk. We're not here to talk about Neil today. Not at all. Thank you all for being here today, really appreciate it. Uh, and for those of you who are watching this later on and uh, are watching this recorded, shame on you for not listening to us live, but it's okay, now you're listening to us, so it's cool. Um, so here's the deal. Um, all of you, or at least our, our, our audience here today are, are obviously members of the Clips for Sale family and you guys are all in for business for yourselves, meaning you guys are masters of your own product, masters of, of your own destiny. You don't answer to anyone you film when you want you upload what you want you edit what you want and that's one of the the, frankly the greatest things that you can be as a content producer because you have the freedom to do absolutely anything that you want and obviously clips for sale gives you the ability to do that but let's talk about what oftentimes people forget and what oftentimes people forget is that just because you're an adult business doesn't mean that you're not a business you're still business and you need to treat yourselves as such so one of the first things that I always tell people to do even if you're just you know you're you're just making clips you're you're only putting up five ten clips a month what have you get yourself whatever state you're in get yourself an LLC set up the reason why I always suggest an LLC over um, another type of entity which is a corporation is because the accounting costs associated with corporations are higher and the things that you have to do to keep your corporation up to date are usually a little bit more difficult An LLC will give you the benefit of business-level protection, i.e. no individual liability, and it will also uh, assist you in terms of taxation. Because with an LLC, what typically happens is the taxes will flow right on through to your personal tax return, unlike a corporation that would have to file a completely separate tax return. So the first thing that you should always start with is a is a business, and you know then people start saying, "Well, wait, can I can I sign up for clips for sale as a business?" Of course you can. There's absolutely individual business, what have you. It doesn't matter to it doesn't matter to us, but for you guys, what you should be doing is you should always be starting with an LLC, and you should be making all of your content under that LLC. You don't want content to be owned by you. You want your LLC to own it. That also helps in terms of copyrights when. When, if eventually you want to file a uh, copyright with the United States Copyright Office, um, you're going to want to do that under an LLC. A lot of you uh, have reasons why you want to protect your true identity. Obviously, we're dealing in the adult industry and we all know that some of the consumers out there, while we certainly love them and appreciate them, the fact is is not every single one of them is uh, working with the greatest, safest intent, so to speak. They might uh, have some shall we say stalkerish uh, behavior. You know, this one particular guy has been stalking Neil for a few years now. Very, it's been very difficult to deal with. Yeah, You know, so we want to make sure that we have a nice balance between protecting yourself in terms of liability, taxation, but we also want to make sure that we're protecting you from potential consumers that might, might want to do you harm. Something very interesting that just happened in the law that a lot of people didn't know that's very new is that we now have a United States Supreme Court decision that is very specific in that if you want to sue someone, it's no longer sufficient that you have your copyright registration pending. That's not good enough. Your registration with the United States Copyright Office has to be complete. So what people used to do is when they decided they wanted to sue someone is they would quickly go and register so that they had a registration pending. That is no longer sufficient. Now what is required is that you actually have completed the process of registration before you can go file your lawsuit. So something very, just a little, something side note to, to consider. Um, also, so- sure,
0: also, just to jump in, uh, if you are setting up an LLC, try to make sure that whatever the name you use is not an adult name or something that'll draw a red flag from the bank or, or, or anybody really, something very generic Make up something with your pet's name, or mix two names, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, like when perfect example again, guys. When Neil first started off, he started the company in Florida called "I Love Getting Pegged LLC." Bad <laughs> idea. Not going to. It didn't work. The banks turned it down right away. It's not going to fly. But all kidding aside, this is actually something. People think that the name of your LLC has to be the name of your business. It doesn't. The name of your LLC can be anything. It could be one, two, three, four, five LLC. You can always get a DBA. It's a very, very simple process, but Neil's spot on. Don't go with something that's so adult descriptive that you're putting yourself into a position right away where you're going to run into trouble with banks. You're going to run into trouble with, uh, God, even, you know, reputation issues, searches online and so forth. So that's a great point, Neil. See how he's... You know, you're kind of, like, I am paying, paying attention. Well, no, I know. You're going like this in your chair. It's, like, really excited. Yeah, I'm,
0: I know, I know. It's hard to sit and not talk. This is the first really? time I'm silent. That's really, <laughs>
2: like I'm
1: really, like, pumped up. Chantel's laughing, and you're going like this. Like <laughs> Come kind of on. Like, let me talk. Like, let me... Like, this is, like, really, like, mm. Okay. So, let's
0: go on to another topic there, Chantel. Go ahead. What? Go ahead.
2: Innocuous name, LLC. What else? getting started wise what else is just like good foundation
1: well let's talk about let's talk about the one most important thing I mean a lot of you are gonna be making clips with other people I'm assuming some of you in your clips are gonna be nope, I'm wrong I'm no testing.
2: you're right this is a good oh, point. yeah
1: yes. but you went like this that's no sorry.
2: my gestures were misleading keep going
1: women usually do this to me when I start trying to do things They go, oh. <laughs> just kind of thinking that's where you're going but great deal. You are going to be making clips and point and posting content. That is not just you, meaning you're going to have a partner, a sexual partner, partner in whatever fetish, whatever video you're posting. So what does that mean? Everyone says to me, well, it's okay. It's my husband. It's my best friend. It's my brother. It's my, okay, not brother. That's a bad idea, but whatever, whatever it is. And ultimately, so I don't, I don't need to get paperwork wrong. Absolutely wrong. You need to treat the creation of clips the same way you would as if you were doing a professional pornography shoot, meaning you need to get a proper model release, okay? You guys hearing me? Write this down. You need a proper model release. Two, you need proper 2257 documentation. Three, if you're using a third party camera person, you're also gonna need a a videographer or a production agreement to make sure that your videographer doesn't end up being the person that owns the copyright. This is a dangerous little trap that people fall into all the time. If you hire a third party to film two people in whatever regard, you need what's called a work for hire agreement. Cause without that work for hire agreement, what ends up happening is that person that's shooting, you could end up having a claim that they have, they own the copyright, even though all they were doing was filming pursuant to your uh, specifications. So this is something that, that's very essential. So again, let's, let's, just to summarize real quick, performer release, 2257 compliance documentation, and of course uh, your, your videographer agreement If in the situation you are. Something else to keep in mind when you're filming clips, everybody who's going to be depicted in the clip, regardless if it's the person's finger, toe, arm, voice, whatever, have them sign a model release, because a model release also acts as a release of rights. There are very specific provisions that have to be in a proper model release so that ultimately you can do whatever you want with the content. Oftentimes what you're going to find people doing is they're not going to have model releases. They think that just having an ID and 2257 documentation is sufficient. It's not. Now all you've got is, okay, you can, you can keep it for your own private collection, but you can't do anything with it because you haven't, you haven't gained the necessary rights to publish that person's name, likeness, and so forth on clips for sale or wherever you're gonna do it on your own site, what have you.
0: Um, what about, let me ask you a question about that though. What if I'm shooting the same person next week, the week after, or two days from today, always get them to sign a new one, right? Every, every time you shoot that person. It,
1: it, it's so simple. Every time, Neil, yeah, okay, it's a little bit more paperwork, but now right. with, the digital area, with the digital area, once you have the proper forms that you need, it's real simple. You put the name of the film on it, you put the date of production, bang. You file it away, you're good to go. There is no reason why you wouldn't want to have it. Why take the chance that you end up with someone who says, well, yeah, I consented to being filmed and I consented to that particular shoot on Monday, but on Thursday, I didn't think that was a shoot. I just thought that was for our own personal Chantel collection. Mm. I don't know. I
2: know.
0: know,
1: Right. Right. It's always
0: better to have it than not. That's for sure.
1: What Chantel does in her personal life is her business, but we want to make sure that everyone else can see it. So you got to make sure that you have the proper documentation. Otherwise, again, you're just doing nothing but adding content to your own personal collection. Your own Here's a
2: little, a little question, um, sort of a nitpick, not a nitpicky, but a fine point question about this topic that we're talking about that somebody submitted in advance. Um, it says... About a digital contract, a model and a producer would sign on an iPad with a digital signature, let's say with an Apple pencil. Is it as valid as an original contract that would be signed on paper? What about a scan of an original contract?
1: I love all these questions. Those are great questions. Let's start with the Apple question and digital signature. This is actually quite common now, which is why the model releases that my office is preparing has a special provision that's in there to cover e-signatures. So again, if you, you, you can accept electronic signatures, but there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And you wanna make sure that your mo- model release actually clearly has a provision that states that the e-signature is to be treated in the same way as it would as if I had this pen right here and I signed Chantel's name to a contract, which I did 20 minutes ago. Um, second question, with regard to scan copies or releases, oftentimes what ends up happening is hard copies of paper get destroyed, they get lost, things happen over the, over the years. So what I always tell my clients to do is that immediately, once you get a model to sign that model release, make a digital copy and make a digital copy in color ink. Pardon me, a color scanner. So that if the person signs with blue ink, you'll have the color scan so that you can see it's blue ink. So it's important that you maintain that scan. Um, is it, you know, say, for example, that model later says, I never signed a model release and all you have is a scan. The model would be very hard pressed to say that that scan isn't sufficient. So to the user who who, who asked the question about the scan, a scan would be uh, sufficient so long as, again, that you have a good copy. of it. And, and one thing that people make a mistake of all the time, and this drives me crazy, if all you're gonna end up with is the digital copy, make sure that you have each and every page of the model release. A model release isn't just one page. If all you have is a signature page, and then you just claim later on, well, here's what pages one through 10 were, well, how's a court supposed to know that? Initial, bottom right corner of each page. Scan the whole document. Really simple. One thing that you can also do to cover your to cover your butt is, forever your partner's there, or for whoever's going to be in the video, send an email out to everyone who's going to be in the film, so that you have that email and you have a record of that email being sent, saying, "Here you go. Here's a cop. Here's a courtesy uh, a courtesy email containing uh, the model release that you signed today."
2: Okay. Here's another one. This is another little uh, fine point one. Um, This one was submitted by Vivian. When doing videos in public or outdoors, if a random adult gets filmed walking in the background, but their face does not appear, is it okay to release the video? And then related, but this is not from Vivian, when you shoot stuff outside, but you see buildings, restaurants, planes, car licenses, anything that could be a commercial trademark, is that a problem? So people randomly, but no faces, and then like branding
1: stuff. Wow. That is actually a very... You said it was Vivian?
2: Vivian asked the one about adult faces, and then another person submitted the question about, you know, like if you see a Southwest jet fly overhead or if it's like McDonald's in the background or something like that.
1: Well, Vivian better be listening and better be attending this live because she asked one of the most complicated questions she could have possibly asked.
2: Vivian, where are you?
1: <laughs> are, you are you on Vivian? I don't know. Let's, I'm looking at the little chat thing and I'm not seeing, oh, someone said something. Oh, that was just, keep going. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm watching the chat thing. I'm, I apologize, guys, I'm new to the live chat video, so I'm like, I'm watching myself, I'm watching Neil do Just this. Just watch yourself. I don't want to watch myself, it's weird. All right, let's talk about other people, okay? Is simply blurring the face enough? My opinion is no, not worth the risk. If you're in, taking a public video, which, candidly, I have significant reservations about because of all the different issues that can come up with it, if for some reason someone does end up running through, I do not think blurring the face, I think you gotta blur the whole, the whole thing. The reason why is that believe it or not, even though you blur the face out, how do you know that someone's not gonna recognize, oh my God, I just made that sweater for that guy for Christmas or, or they're wearing a shirt that is so amazingly unique that they, it, it identifies who the person is. You have to think about all these things and you have to think about what could be and what could happen. And so I don't believe just phasing the face out is the, the smartest thing. Now let's talk about the branding because the branding is another issue. What we've seen is that we've seen some companies absolutely do not want to be in any way associated with adult. Now, do I think that's silly and stupid? And, you know, are we are we living in, you know, a little bit of a silly world where, where you know, certain companies still want to take sexuality and bury it into a corner? Well, of course, that's all ridiculous. But there are some companies that want to keep their, their family friendly and their rated G image. And what they will do is if they see that their logo is somehow popping up in a video that displays what they deem is inappropriate sexual content, nudity, whatever, they absolutely will send a letter and they will tell this, both the service provider and the, the person who made the video that we want it taken down. It's a violation of our uh, it's a violation of, of our rights. And if you don't do it, we're going to sue you, etc, cetera, et cetera. Very commonplace. So you got to be making sure that when you're making your videos, I, I tell this to people all the time, you know, if you've got that poster in your bedroom of the Lion King, or the Little Mermaid, or I'm just giving Disney movie examples, because that's what's popping into my head right now. Take it down. <laughs> this I can assure
2: in your bedroom.
1: <laughs> you. I mean, take it down. You know, what what did you say?
2: I said, because those are the posters you have in your bedroom.
1: <laughs> no, I don't have a poster. of I actually have a poster of Neil in my bedroom. It just kind of sits there. He's Pretty kind of, big. It's yeah. huge.
0: But know, like to, it. to, to say something about that point, we have received in the past, you know, uh, you know, trademark complaints from, I believe, uh, cigarette companies. Um, I believe there was a soda company. So sometimes, but it's, it's it's not often that it happens. But if it does happen, we obviously go through we block the word, like say, for example, it's Marlboro or whatever. We'll block the word from showing up anymore. We'll let the producer know that, hey, you this video had to come down. You can't put the cigarette thing right on there, even though you're doing smoking fetish. And I agree with Corey too. It's like, it's silly. They're, you're still branding the, the, the product for them to a, a huge audience. But I understand, you know, their point also that they just don't want to have anything to do with it, even though, you know, you, you never know. It's really up yep. to that
1: company. Uh, it looks, it looks Tom like
2: asked, Corey, Tom asked, what about regular size tags on clothing? So obviously you wouldn't have on like a shirt that says like, skirt or something. but if it was just like a little tag or something, is it, is it down to that, that you should keep that out of the,
1: again, if, if we're talking about a shirt that like, here's the perfect example. And I see this all the time. So you're wearing Tom, you're, you're wearing a shirt and it's got the Nike swoosh. Okay. Because God, I, I don't know what piece of clothing doesn't have a fucking Nike swoosh on it anymore. Yeah but regardless, you know, again, could they send a letter? Could they, could they threaten you? Yes. Do I think you really need to worry about it to the point that it, you know, you destroy a shoot over it? No, I don't. I, I think you should avoid uh, branding at all costs. I believe in that sort of situation, what would probably happen is there would be a, a takedown notice like Neil just described where a letter would come saying, take it down. Um, But it's the same thing, you know. Is there a chance that they could say take it down because the Nike swoosh is visible in the shoot? Yeah, it's certainly possible. So, unfortunately, Tom, the the, you know, it comes down to a how much uh, you know how much of a game of Russian roulette do you want to play, and B what sort of company you're dealing with because, you know, do I see, for example, if you if you had a shirt with CNN on it. You know, do you think CNN's really going to care that their logo is in a porn shoot? Probably not. But Disney
2: uh, is going to. Who will? But Disney will. Disney's
1: it, super Disney super. Disney absolutely would. So that's what you got to think about. But that's Tom, that's a great question. Right. And the, same, and
0: the same thing would probably go for music, I would assume.
1: Well, music, music, music. Music, <laughs> music is a whole other issue because when you get into music, you know, if you're, no, you shouldn't have the latest. Uh, I don't even know Whoever. yeah, popular anymore. I'd say something like Queen, but I don't think Queen's popular anymore. So most likely it's probably the like Kanye West or Chris Brown or one of those things going in the background. No, you shouldn't be playing their mainstream music. The other thing that we've actually noticed also is that what people have been doing is they've been going out and they've been taking what they think is music that they're allowed to use online. And then all of a sudden what they end up getting out of nowhere is they get some some crazy 15 page letter uh, where they're saying that they're, the music rights of so-and-so have been violated, what have you. So you've gotta be really, really careful. There's good websites out there where you can get extremely good either uh, Open source is the wrong term, but basically music that you can use for commercial purposes, and music that, that that you can use where you actually do have a proper license to do it. But Neil's spot on. You know, I, again, I, uh, I'm not yeah. too. You never, you never know if Mariah Carey is going to going to be mad. You know, and so right. uh, sorry, no more Mariah Carey.
2: So this is kind of funny. Somebody in the chat asked about Louboutins and if anybody's ever complained about those because, you know, everybody uses them and they're, like, the shoes are everywhere. Um, and there's some companies. That's kind of funny, the idea, or thinking about of whether or not they have complained, which I would think no.
0: I haven't. I personally haven't seen anything. And like I said, it's it's very, on, for, for the clips for sale side, it's very rare that we would receive anything. I think in the 16 years, I think we've had like three complaints from
1: companies uh, with something in the shoot And that's, that's pretty good. I remember years ago, I did have a client, they were a campsite and they got into an issue over a Louis Vuitton handbag. But the interesting thing was they didn't care that there was a Louis Vuitton handbag. What they ended up caring was that it was a fake Louis Vuitton handbag. And Uh. that's what they they actually (laughs) cared about. So we got a, a letter from their anti-counterfeiting uh, division. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, well, sure, whatever. We'll, we'll take the fake purse that you acknowledge it isn't even yours out of, the, out of the video, whatever. So we had
2: another question about contracts um, that got asked after we had changed topics. But let's just jump back there for a second um, because it's kind of interesting. In regard to model releases, how do you determine where someone has authorization to post the footage or how the content can be used by the person you shoot with? so i think that's kind of like if you do a content trade how do you decide or how would you set that up or if two people are sharing the cost who gets to use it like that type of thing how do you i mean do you write a special contract for that how do you
1: everything comes down to the release everything comes down to the model release and ultimately the a proper there, there's a lot of crappy forms that have gotten circulated around adult over the years that have gotten people into trouble and I've, and I've warned people at conferences i've been on panels with neil where i've warned people to stop using these damn forms because they're just a disaster waiting to happen but ultimately Chantel, the answer to the question is everything comes down to what's what is in the model release what has the person being shot allowed the person uh, who she the producer to do with that content and if it's not in that model release you got a problem so this is going to come down to what is and isn't in the model release
0: right so even if it's free trade content you still want to trade your id your model release your 2257
1: absolutely, no absolutely. What you do. yeah no matter absolutely. What, you do. What, what what i would ask you this question neil because i mean what just because it's free what gives what gives you if, if i give you a bunch of content and say here it's free go do whatever you want with it right what you to write to publish someone else's name and likeness unless that person has given me the proper rights to give you that permission. So, again, exactly. comes back to the model release.
0: Yeah, because I, I have seen that issue where oh, two people
2: so asked um, in the chat if they're a place where um, we can find quality model release templates. And then um, Sarah from Clips for Sales said that they are in the admin. There in clips for sale. So if you guys are listening to this after the fact, just go in there. There's a link in the chat archive, and you can find. And now Corey is saying no templates. So let's talk about this, okay? So go back to the question. No Where- templates.
1: No templates. No forms, people. There's nothing wrong with having samples, and and the samples that you see are there as samples. These are legal contracts, and you are dealing with porn, or excuse me, in some cases it's not porn. Let's call it explicit content or I don't know' Just call it something
2: Got it. content uh, incendiary content content that is eliciting responses but isn't necessarily fucking I don't know <laughs> Wow
0: <Whoa>. I mean <laughs> I mean so basically what you're saying is this then Corey you can have a, te- a template or a form that says this is an example of a, a model release now you should t- you should do the, your due diligence and say let me print this out. Contact an attorney like yourself and say, hey, I got this on Clipser Sale. Should I add anything to this or what should I do with this or is this good enough? Or or is there something that we could actually post in the admin that says, this is written from an attorney and you can use this, but then I guess Clipser Sale would be liable for that if, that's, if something does happen where they're like, hey, well,
1: we got this from your admin and now it's, it doesn't hold up. This is why, guys, again, these are legal contracts involving people's human rights. This is involving the ability to take someone's most, shall we say, private moments and potentially display them all over the internet. You cannot take chances, guys. There's nothing wrong with starting with some, you know, if you find a form somewhere or whatever, all you guys gotta do is, 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 is hit me up. You can contact me on Twitter. You can contact me at myadultattorney.com or you can reach out to Neil, or, or frankly Darius, or Chantal or anyone at Clips for Sale. So they all know how to get a hold of me. And you know, I don't. Yeah, I know the
0: form in there is written from our attorney. So that so the, the 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 model release we have is is written from from one of your your uh, colleagues. How many years ago? Uh you'd have to ask Sarah. She just said that it is. It's from our from the attorney and. I don't know how old it is but we could definitely update it if it's old if it's too old we should update it
1: it never hurts guys when you're doing this individually i mean it comes down to also you have to you have to make a determination as to where you're located so every model release is going to have what's called a, a choice of law and form selection provision what that means is that well what law governs the agreement so let's just use neil's form for example Clips for sales in Florida. The state of Florida has been a good state to him, what have you. That might work for Neil to be shooting content. But what about the two people that are shooting out of uh, Utah. Uh, Out of where? Utah. Yeah, Utah's a bad example. But fine, Utah. Why the hell would they want Utah law and Utah jurisdiction apply? Why would they want to get brought into Florida court when these are two people based in Utah? These are little things you have to think about. You also have to think about there's certain types of provisions that are not valid in every single state. Example, in the great state of California, which I'm gonna put it out there, I hate their laws, I hate their corporate setups, uh, everything about it, so don't incorporate there. But um, the point of the moralist story is that Cal- in California, non-competes are not enforceable. And oftentimes, what certain models sign. In their model releases is a term whereby they can't shoot for another particular uh, producer or don't do that sort of scene what have you that provision is under the state of california can be entirely unenforceable so if you take some form and it's got some provision that might not be enforceable in another state how are you going to know this is why it's like guys take a second you can always reach out to me to say hey Corey. I, you know, here's what sort of content I shoot. I want to have my own set done. I want my own set of two, two, five, seven docs, uh, potentially in STD testing forms. You know, it's no problem. We do this all the time. I'd be more than happy to to help you out. And also one of the uh, crazy things that you guys didn't know that we were going to say for the end of the call, something that uh, you didn't know is that if you are in fact a clips for sale, uh, member, user, what have you, we actually give you guys a reduced attorney fee. This is something that uh, Neil and I worked out uh, a while ago, but it's something that I especially do for Clips for Sale customers. So it's again, you can't just be, you know, calling me up and saying, oh, hey, by the way, I'm a Clips for Sale customer when I'm not. If you are, in fact, a Clips for Sale model, Neil's always insisted that I do give discounted rates to Clips for Sale uh, members, and I will always honor that just because I, I believe in his product and believe what they give back to the industry. So... Wasn't gonna talk about that till the end, but since, you know, and thank you for the- so We can, we can bring it up again before we- well, well, thank you to to the young lady who put the two thumbs up, who's actually, yeah, see, she did it, you see, like, no, not you, Chantel. It's not <laughs> all about you. It's not all about Chantel.
2: Okay, let's move on to another topic.
1: Can, so we answer, can we answer Z's question first? He says, what if you live outside the USA? If you live outside the the USA, we can still draft you a proper model release that will actually work in whatever jurisdiction you're in. in. So that's a great question.
2: Perfect. Okay. Because you mentioned 2257. Let's go back to 2257
1: for a second. Um, Lulu. Wendy, Wendy, the answer to your question real quick is yes. You should have your own documents for every film. Why? Because guess what? You might want to sell it eventually. And if you want to sell your library to someone else, the first thing they're going to ask for is where's the model releases for that film? If you don't have model releases in 2257 documents with your, your content, when you try to sell it, your content is worthless. Wendy Summers gets, uh, she she's in the top five for top five questions of the day. Wow. Wendy a long always time.
2: asks super questions because Wendy is super awesome and smart.
1: Oh, and she, dude, she's a
2: spot on question. 2257 for producers based outside the USA. If your business is not in the U.S. and you create the content outside the U.S., do you just simply exempt yourself from 2257? This person has heard many different things. What no. happened?
1: No, you're not exempt. That's a that, that is a that, that is terrible. I'm just taking my water, everyone, and putting it aside to the trash. That's why it looked like I was kind of leaning to the right a little bit there. I didn't want you to think I was starting to turn in the kneel and, you know, starting sideways. <laughs> I'm not moving that much. Jesus. No, not at all. Okay. okay. So great question. So let's talk about two two five seven. The reason why this question comes up is because the two two five seven record keeping law is very clear that what you need is a United States ID. Now. People ask me all the time, how do we get around that? Well, this is there's a form. It's not really a form. It's actually a document that, that my office uses for our clients, and it's basically a verification form. And what the, what the verification form does is the verification form confirms that the content was created outside of the U.S. And because it was created outside of the U.S., then you have the argument that it was created outside of the U.S., so we used foreign IDs. But we still used a government-issued foreign ID. We didn't use a library card. We didn't use a, you know... Uh, an ATM card with a picture on it. We used a birth certificate or a passport or a driver's license, something that we verified as a legitimate government ID. So, but, but to say like, are we exempt from 2257? No, absolutely not. Because again, you're still broadcasting in the U S and, and your, your vendors, the, the uh, people you're doing business with, they're all going to want 2257 records. And your, your content again is worthless without them. Someone just said, you still have to prove that the performances are at age of time of the filming, I assume. Correct. And, and this is, and this is where to platinum pussy. 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 Platinum pussy.
2: Look at her laughing. <laughs> She's laughing at all of us saying pussy at the same time. <laughs> Not. Pussy. It,
1: doesn't say, it doesn't say pussy. It says platinum pussy. Like, like, you know, when it, like, like some people are like, you know, shizza and all that. And they use like the slang.
2: Worry, focus on the law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: whatever i, I so,
2: yes, just like snoop dog <laughs> so
1: like so, so what if i like if i so should i start calling myself like big big C like dik or something and like why not i, I don't know everyone else has fancy <laughs> names. ridiculous all right so yeah that's right platinum like snoop dog if it searches in google smart man smart man all right so uh your question yes of course you have to prove the age of performers and one thing that we should we could also segue into is, is basically what I do for all my clients, and I always insist on my clients do that, is we do both pre-production and post-production questionnaires. What that is, is that you ask the person and the people that were in the film a series of questions, both before and after the shoot. Questions like, hey, what's your name? What's today's date? How old are you? Please hold your driver's license up. This is the model release that you just signed five minutes ago. Is that your signature on it? Yes. Today, we're going to have sex. Today, I'm going to beat you with Neil's giant gold medallion. Are you doing this willfully? Is this what you want to do today? That's pre. After the shoot, you want to be asking a very specific list of questions. Were Were you hurt? Were you comfortable? Did you enjoy the experience? Would you do it again? I have a script that I've written that's very, very, very specific that my clients use it. that it's, again, it's worked 100% of the time, actually, because we've never had an issue with it. Um, very essential part of the process. I'm trying to read the, Wendy asked another question, Chantel, but I think that's your Chantel's like the the question person, to Wendy. So I have to wait for her. I to mean, say
2: you it. can read it out loud if you want, but let's let's go. Well, I actually want to go back to this how question how to, about um, if a performer only has a foreign ID, ID, would shooting on an Indian reservation in the U.S. mean that a foreign ID would be sufficient?
1: No, Whereas,
2: I'm no. It a giant sign state. Well, they're asking.
1: Tom, it's a great Tom, it's a great question, but no, it, it, but and I like your creativity. Like, <laughs> I mean. Like, like if if I just you know that's that's like me saying that I'm I'm considering that my house I live in I'm what's that thing when people try to separate from the U S and like they make their own currency and do all that crazy shit, yeah but no we can't do that yeah. I can't remember I, I can't remember what the name of that was but I, people do it there's this guy in, I have a client in Nevada who created his own currency and everything it's he's he's do
2: you accept payment in that currency.
1: I do not. I do not. (laughs) I I would not accept $3.6 billion of his local currency that he created. It looked better than Monopoly money though. But anyway, um, but, but so no, Tom, that's a great question and it's actually a very creative question, but no, that that's, that's not going to cover it. But you guys should also remember that there's going to be, think about differences between, you know, you know, look, there's also the reality of the situation. If you have a foreign model that comes in, and ultimately you're left with the decision of, do you take her foreign driver's license, birth certificate, and passport versus having nothing? Obviously, take the records. So, you know, it, it, this is 2257 is not perfect. When it was written, it's not perfect. It's one of the reasons why it's been it's been uh, litigated now for over ten years in the federal courts, and is going to probably be litigated for the next ten years. Um, it's not a perfect statute at all, but what I always tell you guys, you got to do no matter what is you always. I, I can never and never would recommend that you don't comply with the law, but use some common sense, people. You know, if someone shows up with a with a uh, Canadian passport and you say, "Oh, no, sorry, it's Canadian passport," so two two five seven records just don't imply to me I'm exempt. No, that that's not going to fly.
2: Take a picture of the passport.
1: Take a picture of the passport. A color picture. Color. Oh. You all have you all have these amazing cool little things now. They're like this. They're little squares. There's they have cameras and then they also serve as 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 a, as a phone that you can talk on. Use them. Take those photos, man. Take lots and lots and lots of pictures. Take pictures like the one Chantel sends me. They're awesome. Mm.
2: These are my dogs. So good. Let's go to Wendy's question now. So let's say we're running a blog for marketing purposes. What are the requirements for age checks on visitors to the website? Is RTA enforcing the visitor to confirm they're of age enough or do we need to do more?
1: Wait, are we reading Wendy's question or 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 Jose's <laughs> <man Pizze's> question?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Wendy's question.
1: And and I'm not suggesting that Platinum is a is a female or is a male. I actually don't know whether is Focus on the question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> platinum is a female. I can see her from here. Oh, okay. Well, you told me. <laughs> it doesn't say. It doesn't say names. So it's like all I see is names. Oh, wow. like and oh, I, see, time, right okay. I see, like so on my oh, end. you're not
0: looking at the video. I'm looking at the pe- uh, people. No, I just
1: see squares. You just see
0: names. Okay, so get to the question. Come on, Corey. You're getting off off track.
1: Getting distracted by platinum. Yeah, Neil. We're getting off track. Yeah. I'm not even doing that. You were just doing it. Watch the replay. All right. So what was the question?
2: The blog, if you're running a blog for marketing purposes, what are the um, requirements for age verification? Like RTA confirmed. If you have like a, you know, how? like Joanna angel, for instance, I know she has one. She has a blog that's just, like cute pictures and like sassy things and stuff, but she is Joanna Angel. There's no hard, I don't know how much she upkeeps that anymore, but something like that. I'm guessing, Wendy, you might be talking about
1: sort of a safe for work blog, a marketing blog. She just sold sold out to Gamma, so I don't think
2: it's... I was just using her as an illustrative example. We're not even talking about her. I was just thinking of something that she had done. So a blog that's just for marketing, assuming no hardcore, relatively safe for work, What kind of age verification needs to happen?
1: We're in the adult industry and you're all at some point or another gonna be trying to monetize your content, okay? What is the harm? Even if you're running a blog that doesn't have any nudity but just talks about what you're gonna be doing, what is the harm in putting up a warning page banner that makes people verify that they're 18 years or the age of majority before they enter the site i know a lot of people resist it because you know and the thing that they say is they say well it's an issue for for search engine optimization and and i'm like okay then get yourself a new seo person because there's plenty of sites out there that pop up as number one and number two on google for porn and they have warning pages so again you're running an adult uh, a blog that involves sexually explicit, maybe even just talking about it, put up a warning page. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense not to. Common okay. sense, as
0: you said. Always have common sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, honestly, always remember too the environment with that we're working in. I mean, every single day something else gets changed, terms of service, no ads, no this. Right. People don't even take ad money from the adult industry. You have to remember that the world outside of our space doesn't like us and doesn't want us to be there for better or for worse so like protecting oneself oh. is a
1: big deal and, and that's one of the point what chantel just said is something that you guys should all listen to and listen to very careful believe it or not there are people out there that don't like what you guys do and frankly don't like that i represent you guys and whether or not we agree with those sentiments or values or whatever the hell you want to call them the fact is it's that's what they believe and they're always going to judge us for what we do and you know what Just throw up a damn banner because so be it so be it and and truthfully guys we really we don't want we don't want children and we don't want minors looking at adult content we really don't so let's you know
2: let's not do that um Corey, Sarah wanted you to speak about collecting a 9 from a model if they're paid over $600 during the year and why that may be important as a producer.
1: I'll make this very simple. Sarah is, first of all, Sarah is a genius. She always has been and knows her stuff really well. But I'm going to take it a step further. It's real simple. If you guys are paying anybody anything when you're producing, so say, for example, Platinum posé does a scene with Harvey, sorry Harvey, I'm just picking names out here, and Harvey only gets paid $300. Regardless, you should be collecting all information so that you have a proper filled out W-9. Why wouldn't you? And let me tell you why you're doing it. Do you know how many times in this business I have had people that literally vanish? You can't find them. They do a scene, they participate in a shoot, and then Literally, you can't find them. Their phone number gets changed. They move, what have you. And now you don't have the necessary information. And even if you're under the $600, why take the chance? Why bother with it? And your accountant, if there's any CPAs on uh, listening to this right now, will absolutely love me for saying this. Who cares? If you're paying someone on one of these things, get the W-9 filled out. Always, every time, file them, have them. Like Platinum Puzay just said, CYA, cover your ass. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, at all times. Do you want to? You mean
1: By that, Chantel. Wait, what? Well, <laughs> when you said cover your ass. You were like at all times. You said it very like. Seductive. Oh, because I was
2: trying to speak and read at the same time, and I'm not very good at multitasking. Let's go, Corey. Can we move on real quick for a second and talk about GDPR just in general? Because there were some few a few questions submitted, um, but we've touched on a lot of. Threads. So can you just kind of maybe speak generally about
1: that? So GD- GDPR is all about data and what data you guys collect. Now for most of you guys, GDPR is actually quite candidly uh, your good friend Neil's problem more so than it is yours because Neil is ultimately collecting all the data and Neil is ultimately dealing with the billing and all of the messy stuff that a lot of people like to avoid. But ultimately what GDPR is all about is GDPR is the EU's solution, so to speak, to the, what, they be, what they see as the data uh, hacking privacy crises. Um, a couple of things that you guys should know. Uh, one, California has its own law that is actually worse and more insane than GDPR. It is set to take effect in 2020. So I'm starting now to get all of my clients ready for that. It is a pain in the ass. Uh, second thing that there is now a fine group of um, of United States representatives uh, and senators that want to uh, create their own U.S. version of the GDPR that would preempt state law. So basically in uh, in layman's terms, the United States federal government is talking about their own law. That would be worse than the GDPR and what California has. So we have that to look forward to. Right. And it, and and like you said, it's really my problem to make
0: sure that we're all compliant in those things that we handle any things that come our way. So really for for the producers, unless I guess, uh, would they also be uh, because they have their, they have the performer's ID they have. So if I'm
1: a performer and I come to you and say, you know what, I don't want you to keep any records on me. How does that work? Well, are they transit? Okay, so first of all, now you're talking about right-to-be-forgotten requests. So now we're in a whole other world. But before we get to right-forgotten requests, which is a great question, remember that this applies to data that's going back... that's being transmitted to and from the EU. Oh, okay, right. Now, right-to-be-forgotten requests, though, to be completely honest with you guys, if shit, you know, if someone truly comes at you with a right-to-be-forgotten request... And they 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 want their data deleted that badly. Honor it. I mean, I mean, why, cool. wow. why, why, even go there? But let's go back to to um, clips for sale, for example. Because again, one thing that you guys should be aware of, and 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 this is something that that Neil has always taken a hard stance with. He's actually taken a hard stance with me on it for as many years as I've been representing his different products and services. Is this is that ultimately. Neil and Clips for Sale have developed a system that is legally compliant. They do what they have to do. They comply with the laws and they keep up with this. I couldn't tell you guys how many calls Neil and I have on a monthly basis where we have to talk about something new that's coming up or prepare for or what have you. And so one thing you guys should know is that, you know, I'm not sure if Clips for Sale is the only platform you all work with, is that you should be aware of how hard Clips for Sale works to be compliant, to protect ultimately you guys. And you should always take a look before you... You know, before you decide to work with another potential product, you know, make sure are they doing what has to be done? Are they complying with GDPR? Are they complying with 2257? Are they doing everything they have to do? Frankly, you know, Clips for Sale has kind of set like a gold standard for that. And you shouldn't tolerate anything less because you guys are all in this together and you don't want to be in a position where, you know, something bad happens. So again, just keep that in mind that, you know, that this is a company that, that, you know, it's got reputable. They get my. They get they get my stamp. I, I like. I don't know if you guys. For those of you that saw me at the Phoenix Forum, but we were giving away these cool things. It's a one hundred percent protected Silverstein legal. Uh-huh. They were supposed to be like tramp stamp tattoos, but it didn't work out that way, and everyone was just wearing them all over. Chantal had them like all over her face and everything.
2: All over face.
1: But if Neil was but if Neil was here and Clips for sale is here right now, they'd have my they'd have my stamp right there. So you That's guys good. should very and good for you, Platinum Pizza, that you only. Uh, sell for sell clips yeah versus, and, and because one
0: one thing could happen is that you're 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 making money on other platforms and all of a sudden they disappear and you might never see them again because they didn't comply with certain things and you could get and, you know now they might uh, obviously come back and say yeah 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 don't worry but you should even ask for documents maybe even see the policy you know read up on it make sure that you got make sure that you're you're doing your due diligence with whoever it is you're working with. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And
1: that's and that's really cool, you, uh, Eve. I think that was the first time you put a post in on this thing. But you're right, Neil does care, and uh, it's important. He's actually, you know, he he doesn't screw around with this stuff. And and believe me when I tell you, when Neil tells me he wants everything buttoned up tight, I you know, he, he, he can be tough with me sometimes. I'm like, Corey, did we cover this? I say, yeah, we got it, man. The next day he'll call me and he'll ask me again. i am like, no, no, man, that's your Alzheimer's kicking in. So.
2: <laughs> okay, I find it hard that Neil is speaking in that tone, but maybe it was the Alzheimer's. Sometimes
0: I do. I get very, uh, you know, authoritative with Corey.
1: But thank you, Eve, for saying that. That's really cool. And yeah, same no, I appreciate to it, too. Xi? Z- 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 Wait, is that Xi Z- or 11?
0: It sounds good either
1: way. 11's uh yeah. good. I like 11. Because Xi could be 11. And. Oh, I- I, ex Oh, exi. Okay, 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 I got it. I'm just pronouncing the name. So, so, so we got Platinum Pusay, exile and like, man, you guys are like really like down with this lingo. All okay, right, so let's, let's move on.
2: Let's move on. Okay, so we got another question from Tom, and we're going to switch gears a little bit and talking about uh, bootlegging. There is a guy on eBay selling bootleg DVDs of my content, as well as at least one other c store. When I contacted eBay, they insisted that I send the copyright registration numbers of each video I wanted to be removed from the eBay listings. I thought this was no longer necessary with the DMCA. Am I correct and eBay is wrong? How should I proceed? How do I get this guy to stop?
1: That's an interesting question. Uh, the DMCA, Tom, would apply to any of the content within the content that's on the site. So say, for example, like there's actually like an image of your content there. That's where the DMCA kicks in. In essence, though, what you have is eBay, who's going to claim that they're nothing more than a third party, you know, what have you. Now, the fact that they're asking though for your um, eBay, oh, you got the wrong Tom because Tom to everyone says different Tom. By the way, that's oh. a, still Tom. Well,
2: I'm, I'm, this is Tom D. Oh, well, we um, we, we, in we, we
1: apologize. Even, we apologize, regular Tom. yeah sorry about that but first of all that's a little weird because ebay from what i've seen historically when somebody sends them a notice of intellectual property violations ebay just doesn't want to get in the middle of it and they just kill the listing they don't need it they don't want it so i'm actually really surprised to hear that in your case tom d that they didn't so you know if you want to again feel free to reach out to me uh after and we can kind of talk a little bit more about it um, that, 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 that's a weird situation. Cause again, when, when you usually send something to eBay and tell them, Hey, my content or my intellectual property is being violated and sold on your site without my permission. They're usually pretty quick to take it down. And so I, I, I am a little shocked on that one. So don't, uh, Tom, don't be afraid to hit me up again. Um, for you Twitter people, it's, it's at my adult attorney. Pretty easy. So pretty
2: easy. Justice has. Well, so Here's sort of a follow-up. A different person submitted it, but it's related. What can we do as producers when a website that shares a ton of our content ignores DMCA notifications or just doesn't give a fuck?
1: You know, honestly, you could have skipped all of the beginning part and you could have jumped right to the just don't give a fuck because that is, frankly, that's what you have. Let's, let's talk about the reality of the world we live in right now, Okay. The reality of the online world that we live in right now is that you have two types of websites. You're going to have a website, well, two types of user submitted content websites. You're going to have the one type that will actually comply with the MCA requests. Meaning when you send them a takedown notice, they comply. Um, I could not tell you how much time, money, effort, and energy clips for sale has spent on a yearly basis because I know personally how many different emails I get from Neil and Sarah, on a weekly basis tell me, Corey, go get this site, that site, you know, what have you. So I can tell you right now that everyone is in that battle uh, together. But ultimately, if you have a site, so um, Jade Harris, who just mentioned one particular particular site, in your situation, if you're having that big of an issue with content coming down, I, I know this is a pain in the ass, and, and look, I, I know nobody wants to spend money on lawyers, and it's okay, but you know, if you, call me. There's also, uh, there's some cool people in this business, uh, down piracy, Nate, uh, Nate Glassman doing this for a long time. Uh, you can can reach out, you can reach out to Nate and Nate will help you getting them down. Um, oftentimes what it does take to Madam Jade, even though I think it's complete bullshit and I think it's wrong that they make you basically force you to have to go get a lawyer to, to get a response. Um, sometimes that's what it takes.
0: Um, we use, um, we, we use DMCA Force for, for free for everybody, as long as you submit the content. But if it does get to the point where these people just don't respond and they're in one of these countries that says, I don't give a fuck kind of thing, then there is one other option that we could do. And, of course, that expense comes out of my pocket is we would have to get you to go after that, that website. And that could cost me thousands of dollars with no nothing would happen. Basically, well, we just we just spend money for nothing. It's hard to get. It's hard to go directly to the uh, uh, what's the name of the company that does the the domains. The uh, the you know what I'm talking about whoever registers the domain names. Um, sometimes we can go to them and get them to shut down the domain. Or if they're making money, say via PayPal or some other website, we can go after that. Uh, money you know follow the money is what they always say if we can go to the money people and say hey these guys are doing pirated content you're, yeah I can thanks platinum thanks. I, I,
1: you know I, <laughs> I've, made, I've made it clear uh, I made it clear uh, a while ago and, and Neil has made it clear to me and this is why we're actually we're working on uh, one that Sarah just emailed me the other day the Sarah that's at, that's asking questions is is that's, yeah, that's, that's Sarah right? Yeah that's yeah. our
0: Sarah it's class okay. Sarah
1: just making sure, Sarah, I love you. Just making sure she knew. Um, anyway, so going back to um, to Sarah. Sarah emails me all the time, and she said, and she's like, Corey, I'm frustrated as hell. You know, this particular site is driving our members crazy. Go get them. And and basically, what we do is we go to town, and we go we go as high as we can possibly go. Sometimes do we do we end up unfortunately getting nowhere? Yes, that is the case. However. We don't not try, and, and I don't believe that any content owner should ever just stick their head in the sand and ignore it. And that's one of the biggest problems. I, I think it's really important that that you know, all of you as clip for sale, um, I, God, I almost called it studio operators. It's probably the wrong thing. Well, producers, I say, studios,
0: producers, models, content
1: studios, providers. For every single one of you, you know, don't just quit. Don't don't just give up just because you know someone isn't too quick big now. There's always you know there, there's always a way start going to the bottom of the website see if they're connected to maybe some of the billers and then maybe you can start being a pain in the ass to the billers a lot of times when you start pushing the billers the billers help you get them to take it so there's a lot of different ways you that you can that you can go um, but but you know I, I don't think it's something yeah to, to wait is I Yeah, check that who is you know, use whatever data resources that you can. There's, there's all, there's always a way. And like I said, guys, I get it. You know, I I completely understand that, you know, and and I'm, I'm sure when I'm not around, you guys are all making horrible lawyer jokes and it's okay. I'm, I'm used to it. I've, I've taken my brunt for my whole life, but you know what guys, this is what I do. And there's a lot of lawyers out there that do, frankly, I don't think any of them are as good as me. (laughs) <laughs> but, not. But, yeah, there, are nice. pl- there are plenty of amazing lawyers out there and and that can help you with this and sometimes yeah you got to spend a couple bucks to protect your intellectual property but it's your intellectual property you got to protect it and and one thing I can tell you about clips for sale is if you guys are ever in, in a big jam um, I know Sarah and and I know Sarah reads every email that I send her and and she is meticulous with her emails so if you send Sarah an email And you tell her that, you know, one particular site is driving, driving, it's whatever. I know Sarah will end up being all over me. Clips for sale is, this is, this is one of the things that they believe in and it's something that I'll continue to fight with them on as long as, you know, trolls to continue to to push it up. See Sarah's even plugging her own email address. Right. Sarah at Clips for Sale.
0: Yep. You can contact us anytime via the form, via just support. You can call me, text me. Uh, I get, I probably every week I get a new site that's, that's pirating someone's content. And, and a lot of times they get frustrated that they're like, well, I want to go after them for money. And it's like, well, that's, that's another issue. Like, how can I go in and how can we actually get money out of these people for, for, for giving their, you know, you're, you're basically reselling their content and it's it, somebody's, like I said, if they're in some cr- country that doesn't care, chances are we're not going to get money out of them. The, the, all we're trying
1: to do is shut them down. That's the best My- thing. To do. Uh, am I reading this correctly? Someone asked me to do a little dance at the end.
2: Yes, that's what everybody wants at the end. That's okay, right. I
1: don't to be good. Yes. Yeah, I'm so sorry, we're actually, folks. We're, we're actually
2: coming up on the hour. We've gone through our three main topics. Oh, sorry. sorry I know you can talk all day if left to your own devices. However, we have to think about other people.
1: <laughs> right. I'll,
2: I'll start yeah, talking. So we
0: want to try to. We want to try to do some boom, boom, some bullet. Questions? If you have any at the end here, we can just cr- crank them out.
1: Anybody got some gonna, questions? I'm just going to crank out real quick. I'm stop talking and just move like Neil for a while.
0: I haven't done that in ten minutes. I've been tracking myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is Darius still watching? Darius, tell him how much he does this. He's on there, and I'm not yeah. doing that. You would see that.
1: <laughs> all the time. Look, you're doing it right now. You're literally <laughs> just doing it. As you said, I'm not doing it. You were doing it.
0: But I think, uh, obviously, anybody outside of here, you can contact Corey anytime uh, with any questions besides uh, anything we went over here. And, um, you know, you should uh, – and, and Smelly's, I know he had a lot of questions, the guy who's talking now. He sent in a, a couple particular type of things to Darius, which
2: we
1: do Oh, did we get to them already?
2: we went through some of them were cross topics that other people so i read like a consolidated version but yeah we went over
1: you know when you were asking for like bam 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 you weren't kidding look at these guys (laughs) go all of a sudden
2: hey one two three core go
1: i I don't know which one to read there's like a hundred he
2: wrote first
1: i was reading i was still in madame who said class action suit and i don't know I don't know what she was referring to.
0: Yeah, so so I can refer to that. So a class action. So is it possible we can go after a company, for example, uh, one of these uh, one of these companies that shares, uh, you know, like uh, I can't remember. Oh, like gosh. Keep the Share, for example, who's hosting all the content that they're scamming from everybody. So can we actually go after them? So far, no one's been able to quite make that happen, but it is still it is still in the it's still in the back of my mind as far as can we go after a, a, a big company that continuously is is breaking the rules? Even though they're removing the DMCA and they're doing things, they still continue to do it. But it is hard when they comply. So that's the problem. It's it's the ones that don't comply are the, the better targets, to, t- to tell you the truth. But I know Smelly's had a question about
1: him traveling, I believe, it was in there. Um, so, so, Jesse, the answer to your question is yes.
2: Read that's the question. It.
1: Yeah. So, Jesse asked, if you are not an LLC, do you need a model release for yourself when you are shooting yourself? Are you saying, Jesse, that you're the o- Jesse, are you the only person in the shoot? Like you're just you're taping yourself and you're the only person in it. Is that what you're suggesting?
2: I would assume that's what he's saying, like doing a solo scene or something
1: so if you jesse, he yes no, yes only me so in this case jesse it's like look if you don't have a model release for yourself it's you know it's, it's really not the end of the world but just remember something that later on down the line let's say for example you want to bundle up all of your content and sell it to someone else down the line you you're done with adult and you want to you know sell it to whoever that person is going to need model releases because without model releases and two two five seven documents no one's going to outright buy content. I'm not talking about buying your content in terms of a consumer. I'm talking about someone else buying your content to sell it. So just keep that in mind.
0: Right. But you could technically make a, make a contract and a release for that person and say, okay, it's just me. I'm going to now make an official document that says I'm selling it to you. All this content is me. Here's my model. Here's my ID. So so technically at the last second, they could do that on their own.
1: You could you, you could Neil, but one thing you got to watch out for is that for companies that are trying to get like a whole setup going and they've got like like they're being audited by a billing company, what have you, the billing companies now sometimes they show us model release and there's certain things that you need, so it, it gets really really funky. So you got to be really okay. you got to be really careful with that. But that is but Neil is dead on. You're not like you're not hopeless if you, if you haven't done anything. There's always a way to fix it. For example, you could buy a giant medallion like Neil did. Giant. Okay, right. we'll Boom, boom, boom. You got like five minutes. I'm going back. I'm going back up to Harvey. Suppose if someone is posting videos of your content on C4S, but you didn't authorize them, that person to do so. So, how serious is posting a female sex or candid video that didn't authorize? For... Okay, let this... Okay, so Harvey, if I'm reading you right, you're telling me that a video got posted, and someone in the in the in the video is claiming. That they didn't authorize you to post the video. That that's a big deal. I mean, if obviously, he, if you have
0: proof for that, right? If you have a model release and an
1: ID, if that person comes to us to
0: Sarah and says, "Hey, I'm in that clip. You need to remove it," we would go back to Harvey and say, "Hey, Harvey, um, show us the ID." And and uh, if there if he does have it, we would basically go back to that person and say, "Well, we have all the documents." So it's really between you and Harvey at this point. Um, we're really out of it as far as I'm concerned. It's not – as long as we've seen that the proof, we're not really re- reliable at this
1: point. But let's
2: let's, go back. let's wait, go back. I'm reading this question, and to me it looks like Harvey's at, saying that somebody is – like Harvey has created content, and then another person is posting Harvey's content. Like like if I were to take Platinum's content and be like, hey, here's my store, and post well, that's
0: different. So, so if, if someone's like buying clips from another producer and then trying to resell them – you would just contact us and we would uh, – you could do a DMCA and we would just take it right down because obviously they're not going to have the model release for something that you created. So that's – that. those are the easy ones. Anything that's on clips for sale, that's a piece of cake because we can easily, you know, control to that point and go after those people very quickly because we have access to all of them. So that's an easy one.
1: Cool. Good question, Harvey. That's a good question. Harvey, also, just to keep in your back of your mind, don't forget what I talked about earlier today about having a pre-production and post-production questionnaire. Make sure you've got your models, your performers on camera saying what and, they, what and what they did not agree to right then and there. So if they ever later on even take it a step further and deny that it's their signature on the model release, you've got that post and pre-production questionnaire to cover your butt. But great question, Harvey. Yeah.
0: Okay, a couple uh, minutes left. Couple more questions.
1: Rapid. up. I'm reading Smelly Smellies. Could it be a problem to shoot some videos in another country and pass the borders with the content, considering the fact that it could be used for commercial use? For use, the laws are probably different. Well, yeah. Well, Canada and the U.S. really isn't 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 the greatest of example world, but. Believe it or not, there are still some countries in the world that if they catch you with pornography, they will uh, send you to the death. So you do need to make sure that you guys know where you are, make sure you know what country you're in, and make sure you know uh, what their feelings are on sex work and what their feelings work are on um, uh, the creation of pornography or adult content.
0: Because so, yeah. technically what you could do
1: is, I, if I'm, this
0: could be simple, is if you have a Google Drive and you're in some other country and shot the content you could just take your laptop and upload it to your google drive and then you go home and it's on your google drive correct you're not really yes. transporting it at that point
1: yes but you should also realize that there, there that there are governments out there that have task forces that are tasked with ensuring that you're not uploading porn i mean there's again like some, oh yeah well that's different yeah i've yeah, seen that. cases where there's been like literally people in, in china that have disappeared oh, because we don't want about to certain types of content so it's you know, there's certain things that you guys have to, you know, you need to be careful about where you are, but before you go shooting co- content in any country, find out what that specific country's laws are.
0: And just remember, like I said before, you're the, it's your business, it's your own company, you have to do your own due diligence to find out what what laws are apl- applicable to you and to where you are, and it it's, has nothing to do with, with Clips or Sale, this is you as a company should be doing this on your own regardless of where you're selling it just so you know that you're you're you know you're making sure everything you're doing is legit it's up and up above board and you don't have any issues no matter what you're doing so if there are questions like that like well what if i go here and here well you can try to research it contact an attorney maybe in that country i don't know if that's a good idea too or maybe a, uh, if it's a like i don't know if Corey, if you know the laws in say traveling from germany to paris or france you know what i mean is there Would you know that? Or would you say, listen, I got a guy in Germany, you can
1: contact them. There's always, so our office is, so we're actually, I've worked very hard to develop a network so that we have lawyers all across the world. We we've actually gotten, we've, I've gotten calls at ungodly hours of the night with clients that are stuck at customs and in various different uh, uh, jurisdictions because they were being investigated for whatever we actually, I literally just had one and this was someone traveling from Eastern Europe Uh, flying through New York and they got held up um, at New York customs actually about an investigation stemming from um, Eastern Europe. So it actually, it's actually quite common. So what we have is we actually have a network of attorneys all over the world that we know that can be trusted. And and of course it's, it's.
0: So Corey is basically like the one-stop shop for attorneys. You just go to Corey, he'll handle it.
1: Could you have found like a way to make me sound any cheaper? Like, like I don't think like I don't, like, like I don't. I could like, say you're like a sweatshop. Neil Neil is like one step away from having me like have like bikini models and like buff guys and thongs walking around trade shows with like Call Corey on their asses or something. Like that's how close you are right
0: now. I think he already has that, but yeah, we'll we'll make pretend I didn't see that at the last show. <laughs>
1: Dude, you missed Chantelle in Phoenix. She wore the Silverstein legal banner proudly. Oh, sure she did.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. So, anyway,
0: is there any is there anything to wrap up? Like to wrap up uh, with as uh, Eve, oh, just, Eve? Eve, Eve just is volunteer. volunteer. she's right. in. Eve's in.
1: Eve's she's in, in.
0: No, so, I mean, again, just remember, you can contact myself, Corey, anyone at the clips for sale. Uh, com- uh, support. Um, anything you wanted to talk about? Any? Obviously, don't call. Don't contact. Sarah or myself for legal questions because we're not attorneys. So if you're always better off to go direct to the source so we don't have to be <laughs> in the middle. So if you can go direct to Corey, you're going to get your response much faster than having us yeah. have to find that information. And, and you know what I mean? Doesn't that make sense?
1: Yeah, but platinum pussies because she's, she's just cracking me up over
0: here, man. Well, <laughs> she's on all the webinars, by the way. She's like she's our number one uh, fan uh, as she's far fantastic. as guys.
1: Right. One thing, guys. There's, there's the, Here's what, the one thing that I'd tell you guys to, to to walk away with from today. Okay, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Okay, the stupidity is when you don't ask the question and get yourselves into get yourselves into trouble. So stop. Ask me the question. Send me an email. Tell me your clips for sale, customer. If you guys are going to be in uh, the next big trade show's coming up, I believe is X-Biz Miami. I think X-Biz Miami and then uh, Portland.
0: We're going to be in also for Exotica.
1: So for you guys that are, for you Clips for Sale uh, studios, and even for those of you who aren't watching live right now, but are watching this recorded, if you're going to be at x Miami and you're Clips for Sale studio performer, whatever, and you want to spend a couple of times talking to me in person, one-on-one, maybe about some, you know, something that y- y- you felt you couldn't talk about here today because, you know, you felt it was too embarrassing, you're on some privacy, what have you, feel free to reach out to me anytime. And uh, I'd be more than happy to meet with you. I have never charged a person for meeting with me at a trade show. I never will. It's something I believe in. And so, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to hit me up on Twitter. Um, Neil and Chantel and Sarah all know how to get a hold of me. Um, so yep. you know, don't, don't, uh, don't ever be afraid. Uh, you're not bugging me. It's what I do and it's what I'm passionate about. So. the course information is
0: in the chat too with your website. I don't know if you put your phone number in there too, but the website's in there, which has everything, um, yep. with your contact. And remember, this is the one thing you have to remember from this entire hour and 11 minutes we're on is Justice has a name. His name, Corey Silverstein.
1: Why did you say though You said like Justice. Like you, Justice.
0: Like- <laughs> Sorry. That was my list. You know, I, you, I didn't make fun of me, but it's not funny. But um, I'm just reading the sign behind you because that must be uh, you must have to get that from eBay or something. So and if all
1: you guys, so seriously, I actually like doing this stuff with Neil and Chantel. We actually, we, we do this in person. We've done it all over the world together, actually, truly, yeah, we absolutely love it. So if you guys who are still in the chat room, if you guys tell Chantel and Neil that you want me to come back and do another one, I'm more than happy to do it. I'll always make, make time for clips for selling and you guys. This is yeah. actually a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Well, I just want to say thanks
1: again to everyone, especially to you, Corey,
0: Dr. Corey, and uh, Dr. Chantel. And, of course, Platinum Pose, Harvey, Eve. I mean, there's a million, uh, everybody that's on here that's going to be watching this. I appreciate everyone for taking the time to come and uh, be on your live and asking questions. And hopefully we answered as much as possible that you, uh, you guys asked. And I'll, I'll remember, again, you can contact us, contact Corey. We'll make sure everything is, uh, is taken care of for you guys. So take care, and we will see everyone again soon, I'm sure, in the near future. Right? Yeah. Yes. Say bye, everybody. Not dancing, just waving. No dance. (laughs) Corey dance real quick. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, (laughs) See you, guys. See you, Corey. Take care, guys. Bye, guys.